Welcome to Come Queens, a pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. And on this week's episode, we talk about some allergies that might affect your sex life. So, Charlotte, do you have any allergies? Achoo! <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what that sound is. That's terrible. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I think I'm pretty fortunate. I don't think I have a lot of allergies. Actually, you know what? I do get uh, dermatitis a lot because uh, I work in the garden. My house is Just like, from like the grass? Just from, I think, weeds and shit. And, you know, I don't know how to properly identify poison ivy so that definitely could be growing in my backyard um yeah but yeah i get a lot of skin shit but that's about it yeah i'm not that allergic to poison ivy which i feel like is super fortunate but and i don't think i have i don't think i have any allergies whatsoever except for actually the longer that i've lived here i'm guessing it's climate change i (laughs) i've had no, like ev- usually for like one week in the summer now, the, mm-hmm. there will be a week where I feel like I'm irritated by, you know, the pollen and shit. But I'm oh, not okay. like, like generally. Like eye water. Yeah. But I think it's sometimes like where we live, I think you'll it'll rain pollen. Mm-hmm. Like you can see it. The cars will all be yellow. Yeah, yeah. Like so sometimes I'm like, is it just physically like my body's response to be like to inhaling right. an irritant? Like not that I'm allergic to that itself. But um, yeah, this climate in particular, what is it like rain? Temperate rainforest. Yeah, I've definitely. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Good. knowing. That's um. I use that for all my when people come to visit. I like to like have my tour guide Grace, you know, self on. So, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely become more sneezy since I moved here. Like in the city, I was not. Yeah, I never sneezy. had any of that. Yeah. But you can also, you can be allergic to lots of things when it comes to sex. And that is something you should be aware of because we have to listen to our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I mean, I don't know if it's the oddest one, but I guess semen or sperm, you can be, yeah, you could be allergic to that. Seminal plasma hypersensitivity. If you want to get fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I had this. Um, when I was in college, but that's when I was having all my issues. Um, and also just like having a lot of sex with different partners. Yeah. Um, but you could have had this. I maybe, but then I read like the, the symptoms, the symptoms and I don't, mine was not that serious. I, but also it can go from mild to severe. Well, that's, so I don't know. I think what's interesting about it is that it, it can be, it can apply to like the semen of just one partner multiple partners or you can just be living your best life taking that semen in as much as you want and then one day you can just become allergic to it oh that, i didn't that, know that that's really similar like i'm i'm terrified that like one day i would be allergic to cats because i love my cats i feel like you've been exposed to them so much though right that i'm constantly and, and semen you're so to, i'm you're probably, immune to semen and probably cats. fine <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you have a semen allergy, you are allergic to the proteins found in the man's semen. And 
your immune system overreacts to it and it can cause it can be localized or systemic and the systemic one is really scary because um, you can go into anaphylaxis. So that's why that's why I always say carry an epipen. Carry on an epipen on you. Why don't when why? you're having sex? Just in general, though, like don't you think we should all? It's like Narc- it's like Narcan. Epi-pen. We should all be I walking agree. around. Everyone with should have Narcan. Narcan and an epipen. But dude, I fucking I did reports on epipens in college and those motherfuckers. I mean, because that's when oh, they're they were really charged. Yeah, because they were inflating the price of epipens. It went yeah. from like twenty bucks. Uh, to a hundred dollars per EpiPen in a matter of like two years. I don't. That was a couple of years ago. So hopefully that what price the, has gone down since then. But maybe, but probably not. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it just seems like you could be in a situation where you would need one and you would. Right, or be around someone some, who. Right, yeah. like just it just seems like a safety. Like if you had a Save first a aid life. kit, you know, Narcan and EpiPen would mm-hmm. be both in there. But hopefully, I, it sounded like it's pretty rare. pretty rare right. that anaphylaxis is going to be is going to oh, happen yeah. from the this semen allergy. But you can your allergy could be in your in your vagina, on your vulva, in your on your skin, or in right. your mouth. Yeah, I would think maybe if it was in your mouth, that would be like more dangerous as far as the anaphylaxis goes. Right. I don't know. Because. Uh, <laughs> Your vocal cords could get inflamed. Well, like just swelling in general. Would you rather, I mean, not that I want to be swollen anywhere. If you had to swell somewhere, where would you want to swell? I'd rather swell in my vagina than in my throat. I mean, one would be more life-threatening than the other. Yes, I would pick vagina all day. But preferably neither. (laughs) So men and women can be allergic to the proteins found in semen. 20,000 to 40,000 women in the U.S. have this condition. Um... If it's a localized allergy, you have vaginal itching or penile itching. Penile, I love that word. <laughs> Red, swollen, um, blisters can appear within 30 minutes in contact with semen. Inflammation of nerve endings, which sounds... Like, just thinking Very about painful. that. Like, oh, gosh. Like, heightened, just red, swollen nerves. Yeah. Um, the systemic allergy is the itching and hives all over your body. And then you can go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah, and even wheezing, I read, which is... Ugh, wheezing. Yeah, which that seems weird, too. And, well, I know, I anecdotally, I know... Do you think that's how uh, Lil Wayne got his name? Because <laughs> you know a, a man can be allergic to his own semen. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yes, you know... Maybe wh- that's why men aren't out there tasting their own sperm. Maybe <gasps> they're they're worried. That must be the fear. They're worried that they're going to... And they didn't even know it. So it's called <laughs> POISE. Um, let's see what that acronym stands for. Okay, post-orgasmic illness syndrome. <gasps> so it's flu-like symptoms such I as fever, that. runny nose, fatigue, burning eyes immediately after you ejaculate. Well, I have... How scary is that? I have, like, had people who get, like, after-sex headaches. Have you ever had sex with a partner who gets after-sex, like, coming headaches? Hmm. It's never happened to me, but I've had several male partners. I prefer to have sex if I have a headache, and then it'll relieve the headache. Any kind of pain, I think it makes it better. Or, at a minimum, distracts you from it. True. But no, I did... Maybe they're allergic to their semen. To their own self. And this will happen, they said, 10 to 30 minutes after contact. So I think one of the big issues with this is that you're not necessarily going to pick up on that you're having a sperm allergy. Mm -hmm. Because 
it can well because the symptoms are similar to other things right, like STIs, yeast infections. Um, I can imagine too if like you'd had sex before with other partners and then you're like instantly just be like, did you just give me right an STD bitch mm-hmm. like immediately? Yeah, but I mean that that's not really how those work as much. So like you you really have to pay attention to the the timing of it. And just use a process of elimination like you would with other allergies. But a yeast infection, you're going to have a cottage cheese. Like, I always see that. But I, I just, know. as someone who's had have a not, yeast infection. Same. I've had a lot. Mine has never looked like cottage cheese. And also, way to ruin cottage cheese for me because I, oh, I love, I love it. I love it. You're in a minority. I know. There. I'm in a very <laughs> small minority. It's my Nana's fault. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm an Amish girl at heart and that's, <laughs> that's where that comes from. But, um, you can go to an allergist to see, and they would do just like a test. You know how they prick, you know how they'll prick you and then they will just like watch it, you know, monitor it to see if you're allergic to bees or flowers or mm. whatever. They could do that with cum too. Crazy. So... So if you want to test um, by yourself, though, use a condom during intercourse. And if you don't see the symptoms with condom, you probably have that kind of allergy. Wow. Yeah. And it seems like, um, I mean, that doesn't seem like the biggest deal, I guess. I don't know. I will especially be terrible if it was like a partner that you, because to me, I feel like if I was early in the relationship, I would probably just take it as a sign. Because I'm like, I'm to, that person. Yeah, just, I would too. I'd be like, okay, our, our, we're not compatible. Our liquids don't match. Yeah. And actually one of our, uh, our listeners, one of our kumquats <laughs> told us, had sent a story about dealing with a, an allergy with a partner. And like, that was actually one of the things like when the relationship was ending that he was oh. considering like, oh, you know, I don't know, like this, yeah, it's not a good fit in several ways. Yeah, (laughs) Here's one. There's, um, and I, this is, I can't, I'm not even going to disclose who this is because it's too, it's too gross for me to say, but Mm. somebody, I'll just put it this way, a relative of mine told me that they have a sperm allergy. Okay. And I was like, why are you sharing this information (laughs) with me? Please don't do that. And um, (laughs) I just... I still have no idea why they told me that. <laughs> and now you know that's all you can think now about I, when you see them. Yeah, now I can't. How's your stop. allergy going? Yeah. Oh, yes. Is is your is your vagina feeling swollen? Swol- <laughs> um, but also they the same person claimed to have uh, a latex allergy, which mm. honestly, well, you could figure it out. Are you wearing a condom or not wearing a condom? But. Um, <laughs> It can be, but the reason why I think that it might not, they might not really have, or maybe it's just a very mild allergy, is that I guess these allergies can really cause problems if you're trying to conceive. Right. That's that's where you run into trouble. So the mild cases of the sperm allergy, they usually go away with repeated exposure, but um, this can cause infertility if you're trying to conceive. Which makes sense because your body is seeing the semen as, as a, a foreign invader and is trying to kill those sperms, and so they can't fertilize an egg. Yeah, I never knew that until sometime this year about allergies themselves, is that that's all an allergy is, is your body saying, Protecting itself. Yeah, get out of Bodies here. Bodies are dope. Yeah, <laughs> but then they get confused sometimes. <laughs> right, right. And then they're like, <laughs> or maybe they were exactly right. Maybe that part yeah. wasn't for you. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, they said you can possibly treat it by intravaginal desensitization, which would be exposing yourself to it in small amounts, which honestly... That has been my experience with cats and people who are allergic Mm. is that the more time, like I've had roommates in my house who've been allergic to cats and like at first it was like sneeze past 3,000. But then over time, well, your body just starts to get used to it, I think, too. And then it gets to be less. So you could maybe be like, okay, honey, tonight you're only allowed to come one drop and then maybe tomorrow night two drops. (laughs) (laughs) And that's good. That like teaches... That's like a tease too. Maybe you could have them, or you could have them come like in a container, and then just like just a little, a little (laughs) drop on the tongue, and just see what happens. A little drop, like a to make a tincture. Oh yeah, this is hippie science, and I hope that (laughs) tinctures. Yep, they for sure are. So yeah, so uh, Dr. Jonathan Bernstein he developed the desensitization desensitization treatment. Uh, it's an allergy shot, which it didn't say where you shoot the shot. Oh, <laughs> I'm wondering where. Like, do you think it's just like a regular just, shot, just in your arm, just like regular allergy, not straight shot. up in your vagina? <laughs> That's I'm not gonna say yes Seems to that. Very scary. Um, but yeah, so you, you determine, he determines the proteins that specifically trigger the reaction. It's usually three or more proteins found in semen. And they creates a serum for this injection. And with this one couple, he did it for two weeks. Um, inject herself for two weeks. Um, and then one week after that, and it became stronger and stronger each time. Unfortunately, it didn't work for that one couple, but it's worked for other couples. This one couple, too, like, they refused to do in vitro fertilization because she worked at a Christian school, and they didn't like that. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. And I just, I don't know a whole lot about any of those processes. But, I mean, I definitely, I I get, like, the idea of, like, I just don't necessarily want to, I mean, for myself, I don't think I'd want who knows? I to guess go I, through that whole process? To go through the process. Yeah. And it's not. But again, I think that probably also depends on how determined you are to right. have a biological child. Yeah. I well, feel like I'd just be like, meh, okay. Just Maybe deal I'll, with it. I'll go in it. It's a sign. that I'm definitely, clearly I'm an it's a sign person. I'll just take any. <laughs> any sign. Any, any sign. That the universe is thrown yeah. out there. <laughs> also sperm washing, which I've never heard of, but apparently that's a frequent infertility treatment uh process that they go through so they it's that's separating the semen from the sperm oh the, i was just liquid, like oh, the sper- i just imagine from the swir- this yeah the swimmies from, from the swimming guys i yeah. just imagine little sperms going through a car wash in the big brush wash yeah so you could do that um and then inject the sperm however you do that I don't know. I am not an expert on any of these. Right, because the fluid. So so <laughs> you're fluids. saying the, the allergy is really. into the egg and then implant it into the woman. Yeah. So that's that's IVF. The allergy is the semen. Are you allergic? Is what I'm getting oh, okay. from it. It's not the actual sperm. Oh, okay. So just the, the seminal did fluid. Did you know that the seminal fluid comes from the prostate? Yes. I did not know that. I always thought like the prostate was just a use, useless thing that gets cancer sometimes. If not, then why aren't we cutting them all off? That's what I thought, man. <laughs> but okay, yeah. It's like the appendix has got to go. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, because the because that's the same. That's when we were learning about 
oh, now I'm not going to be able to recall it off the top of my head. But when we were learning about the homologous parts, so the prostate is equivalent. I'm trying to remember the female equivalent to the mm. prostate. But that, but we have fluid too because we are. Uh-huh. So our secretions is like, I don't know. It's got to, you got to have something to carry, carry this around. Also, right. like after you get a vasectomy, you still come. It just doesn't just have any sperm no sperms, in it. guys. Yeah. Um, I try to look it up because every almost all these instances, as everything that we research in this podcast, basically, uh, at, well, and I love a word that we I haven't been using that I think we should use more is heteropatriarchy because it's like all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's like. So all of these studies are done oh, yeah. like in, in the heteropatriarchy mm-hmm. model. And so it's very hard to find like all these instances were about, yeah, were about um, heterosexual, heterosexual couples, couples. But yeah. yeah, but also and then their effect on primarily women um, in that. But I was trying to see like, is anybody allergic? Are there ever males who are allergic or or would one female be allergic to another female's um secretions oh, yeah and i could only find like anecdotal evidence mm-hmm. of that but um but yeah it does it does happen and it's more like an itching you know just like an allergic contact dermatitis kind of thing yeah um and and also but then at the same time again if that happens you have to say like okay because it could also be indicating like a yeast infection or bacterial vaginosis mm. that your partner is being exposed to as well so if you if you have ever wondered like what's up with this everything seemed like you know i haven't been having these reactions to all semen you could you could be getting it now that one i guess ask your doctor i don't know i think you should probably just try to figure it out yourself yeah first if you're a heterosexual couple or or a gay couple try the condom method first that's the easiest one um but you might be allergic to condoms, so... Oh, right. Well, don't, don't get the latex ones. Don't get the latex, yeah. And that, that affects, like, only 1% of the population. Yeah. But I feel like I I've hear... I've heard a lot of people tell me they got latex allergies. I know. And I was like, is this just... Are you just trying to not wear excuse? a condom? I, yes, I think that's what it is. I really... Because I've heard it's way more <laughs> yeah. than 1% of right. the time. Um, or it's underreported. I don't know. But, I mean, it's not like there aren't... There are there are plenty of alternatives to latex yeah. condoms. The grossest of which is the lambskin condom. You think that's gross? I well, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, so I don't wear <laughs> leather. I don't eat meat, and I'm certainly not going to start sticking meat in my vagina all of a sudden. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's particularly yeah, that's a good point. It's particularly offensive to me. Also, mm-hmm. it just seems weird. I mean, I get it. Those are the OG condoms, and I'm glad right. that they came up with those honestly i don't think you can get those like readily anywhere no i think you can i have never used a lambskin but they they polyurethane like they make a lot of different or are they condoms. just fake like that aren't there like cvs and shit don't they have like what they say are lambskin condoms i don't know i've never bought one yeah i think they're tremendously more expensive too mm, that would make sense but it does sound luxurious it seems like the latex allergy, you know, could be again itching, 
like the itching, your red skin, rash, hives. But also, if you're severe, you can sneeze. I mean, this sounds... Here's what's confusing about all sneeze? this. Everything, yeah, sneezing, runny nose, <laughs> oh, scratchy yeah, yeah. throat. Like it, the flu. Itchy, or watery like a, eyes. You have a cold. Or like COVID. I know, dude. I'm like, if you have this allergy... Like, how are we supposed to know anymore? Yeah. Um, although somebody told me... I don't know if that's true. Somebody told me the other day, like, sneezing is not a COVID symptom. Hmm. But it seems, and wheezing, that seems bad. Coughing. That seems like a COVID symptom. Yeah. So imagine this. You Coughing have just decided is. to come out of quarantine. You found a new partner. Yeah. You know, you're allergic to their sperm. Next thing you know, they think that you're giving them COVID. Yeah. Nobody you sneeze it. on them. It's um, the worst, man. <laughs> but, but yeah. So if, like, just, just use another, use another method. I wonder, I know we said, I want to follow up on that if, if there are, really going to be if there is really going to be a condom shortage because they said at first when they started oh, making yeah. all the gloves but mm-hmm. i feel like they have non-latex gloves at the doctor's office right. as well yeah um did you research kissing at all i found out that kissing allergies are a thing no yeah well first of all there's like this freak i think that's what i have you have an <laughs> I just hate sloppy ass. Do you have kisses. a hugging allergy? Too, <laughs> yeah, all physical touch. I like start sneezing uncontrollably. I run oh. away. <laughs> um, but the well the weirdest one is called aquagenic urticarial. Ooh. Uh and it's an allergy to saliva. Mm. Uh, which like and water or sweat which can cause painful blisters that seems like that would be such a hard way to live your life how the hell do you yeah you're just dry all the time yeah you can't swim that's you can't drink (laughs) what i don't know this person is not alive i don't know right i mean i don't think it's i mean i think it's specifically your body like 70 percent water I don't. I don't understand. You were not it. meant to be alive. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that would be like that. And uh, the one woman who I was reading about who had it, she would get blisters, but like not every time she would kiss. I guess she just needed a less wet kiss because I'm sure just like a, any allergy. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's you need to write this word down so that you can say, "Excuse, Excuse me, me. <laughs> I have this disease of aquagenic urticarial." <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the other thing I, and I never thought about this before, which is kissing safety that we should think about is that if you have allergies to like peanuts or Mm. if you have a serious allergy to some kind of food, shellfish, a a food thing that you actually, that stays in your, like brushing your teeth does you no good. Oh no. 16 to 24 hours you should wait after consuming foods. That somebody you're going to kiss is allergic to. Dang. So like that should be on Tinder, right? Do you have yeah, any they should... allergies? Maybe if Are it's you... not, it definitely should be. Add that as a category. Because that's, yeah. I mean, peanut allergies. You could die, bro. Yeah, you can really die. And also like if you, I want to say this too, because I feel like I have known people who have had uh, medical conditions that they, whether it be an allergy or something else, that they didn't feel like safe disclosing to their friends and um like the people around them Mm -hmm. but you you should really be telling like whoever is around you yeah like hey like my mother-in-law is deathly allergic to bees she's like yeah because you could die and then be like i have an EpiPen, and this is where it is and if you know or i have diabetes like that that's another one i think that people 
um, conceal a lot and like you should tell someone because then they can help you if you're or or get one of those like medical bracelets I don't know there's uh, that seems weird but I wore one voluntarily because I thought of it the was seizing? cool <laughs> yes because I mean my seizing isn't even that serious you know well, it was I mean, in college because I was happening a lot but then I found this medical bracelet at this thrift store I was volunteering at and I was like this is cool I'm gonna wear it but I really didn't even need to did you see that poor guy I almost sent that to you that poor guy who was seizing and the cops like like pinned him to the ground and were like beating him and shit because and he was trying to like he was asking for help Mm -hmm. but like and he wasn't resisting of course but they're gonna say that because he was seizing but yeah you're like oh my god like something you wouldn't even think of as another wild i mean at this point i'm not i wish i could be surprised by these kinds of things but i was just like damn but yeah i mean i think when you have a medical condition you you really should have it somewhere on you too. yeah like a card or and something they, i think they do have was your bracelet cool you you liked it you said you wore I it for fashion it. i wore fashion. for fashion high fashion yeah fashion baby did it just say it was just metal and it just had the big red uh x on it well who knows what the fuck that means it means medical alert <laughs> <laughs> medical here we found this woman we know there's something, something wrong with medical her. with her <laughs> Maybe she was an EMT. No, I think you should put like you should still like you should still have that so that like if someone would know like this is what. Yeah, this is what you could do. Like this is how you can help me. Yeah, if something's happening, protect the head. Just put a you could just get, you know, I have a spoon tattoo on on my hand. Well, yeah, I have a no pulse is no excuse not to dance. And a lot of people came up to me. I was like, I thought that was a DNR tattoo. (laughs) So that's like the opposite of what I want. Right. Because I would like to be resuscitated. (laughs) Please resuscitate. (laughs) But you should put you should just get a spoon and then like a no spoon since people I don't know where that even came from. Does anybody really try that? But that's what Wait, they what? always told us in seizure oh, training. Yeah, put that people in, want to put a spoon. Yeah, they in your say mouth. not to do that. Right. So you should have. Please don't put a spoon in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> a no spoon, just a <laughs> like no smoking, but with a spoon. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you got a disease, like let people know. If you got a condition. Right. Like it's there's. Don't be ashamed. Diabetes. Don't be ashamed of that. Right. Uh, Why would there be a? I mean, these are. I don't understand why people would feel shame, but like, I mean, obviously, I'm sure that comes from legitimate maybe how people have reacted to them in the world or what their perceptions of mm-hmm. that might be. But like, tell people your safety matters more too. Like, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to judge anyone for having an allergy, but don't tell me you have a gluten allergy if you don't because I'm, no, because I'm over it. <laughs> I'm just like fucking because, well, no, because it sucks for the people who are actually allergic to gluten. And Honestly, man, I don't think a lot of people actually are allergic to gluten. I think it's a pretty small percentage of the population. Right, but the people but who are. every fucking, like, middle-aged white woman says she's got a gluten But allergy. she's on a diet. <laughs> she's on a diet called the keto diet. And But anyway, but I know somebody who really is allergic to gluten. And, oh, okay. like, even, like, trace amounts of flour will, like make them horribly sick like even cross-contamination like it's not even like yeah like it's an extreme allergy so that sucks yeah. that there's all these people if you really had that allergy 
to like have all these people going out here. And so now everyone, no one's taking it as seriously as they right, should because right. everyone's like, oh, here's just another person on a diet. Right. Um, so definitely. And I mean, I understand, please, if somebody's going to complain about gluten intolerance, okay. But like, don't act like you have an allergy. Um, right. There, There's a difference. You'd prefer not to. I'm choosing. Maybe you get like the shits if you eat a piece right. of bread, but you're not going to die. Right. I mean, it's like, la- I mean, lactose intolerance, that's very real too, you know? But you're, most people have it, and almost everybody has it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I do or not. I I just eat so much dairy. I know. I think I'm just like a just love dairy. I mean, my literally like my I have my great grandparents grew up on dairy farms. Like I'm pretty sure that oh. it's just you are Amish. I'm Amish as fuck. No, yeah. I mean I'm not actually Amish <laughs> that I know of. But uh, yeah, I think that my my people have been eating a lot of a disgusting amount of dairy yeah, for yeah. a long time. But most most people are allergic to dairy in the world, like mm-hmm. the vast majority of people. Yeah. Um, but, but cheese is great. Oh, I know. Dude, I, there's this cheese that I got uh, from Ingalls. It's called bread cheese. And you fucking fry it in a cast iron. It's fucking delicious. Bread cheese? That's, the, the, that's what it's Is it supposed as. to be put on bread? Is that the... No. I think it's just like it's got the consistency of bread. Because you like fry it and then it's kind of melty. It's like fried on the outside and it's got this like crystallized like kind of caramel on the the oh, outside of it. And then the inside mm. is like kind of gooey. It's delicious. I had it for breakfast the other day. <laughs> I love uh, I love baked brie like in puff mm, pastry. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. But. Uh, get you some bread cheese up. I know. Where do I get it? Trader. Do you say Trader Ingles? Joe's? Oh. Oh. I won't. I, know, I won't go. I, know, th- I, I won't know. go to support that. I know it's the worst. Um, you can also just have problems with sex too from just your regular allergies, which I didn't ever think about before. But eighty-three percent of people who have like hay fever, they did a study of four hundred mm. people with hay fever, a lot like of your traditional, got the hay fever. Tra- like which is more traditional allergy. Mm-hmm. They say 83% say that their sex lives have been affected by it and 17% say it almost or almost always or almost always affects their sex life. Meaning like they'll just have like an attack in the middle of it? Well, like it just impacts it, it because you well, it. you're tired from like sneezing mm, all over the place. True. You feel gross. You're snotty. True. And you can't smell as well. And yeah. that's like big with the pheromones. For sure. So, I mean, because I can't imagine being like really turned on in the middle of a sneezing fit or something like that, you know, like that would be really difficult. Yeah. So you can see an allergist, you know. I bet those are expensive, though. I know. In a world where we don't have health insurance. Right. But if you have the means, go see one. Yeah. (laughs) Get a skin prick test. Yeah. You can see what. And, you know, maybe figure out ways to like they're saying if you have allergies to nature things you can take off your clothes when you come inside after being out in it um and then you know so you basically just try to reduce the oh the contact with like pollen right so you could like change clothes if you've been on a hike or something come home change clothes take a shower fun fun thing you could do with your partner like go on a hike immediately disrobe it's sex time now yeah and no pollen yeah so um, if anybody who's listening has a an allergy that has impacted their sex life, we would love to hear about it. Um, I I'm very thankful 
that I don't have these allergies, but I empathize with those who do. I think that that was, and also like, how do you, I wonder how people have those conversations too. With their partner? Yeah. Like about specific, well, I guess, I think the thing about the sperm allergy mm-hmm. is that like fragile masculinity. Oh yeah, for so, sure. So like, they're going to be like, oh. I don't know. I don't know that that's how people would react, but I would imagine that there are some people who might not take the news well that like their semen is causing yeah, an allergy. I can see that. So, and if you're dealing with someone I mean, like I, that, get was, rid of them. Bye-bye. Well, I mean if the if it was like reversed, I think I would be a little sensitive. Right, like you're like I got a toxic pussy? Right, but it's only toxic to this one right. person in all likelihood. Some people it's everyone, but um but yeah, and, and then you do like want to have conversations about how that looks if like con- conception is something that's like a high priority right. to you too. Although I honestly, I mean, not not that I'm saying I've had these conversations, but I do think that that's something that people should probably be talking about more in terms of like, I don't know, like not just do you want to have kids, mm-hmm. which is the first question, but also if you like if you can't have children biologically or naturally what other means would you yeah like where's your willingness like where's your spectrum of like what you feel comfy with because i know that that can you know definitely cause issues in relationships when people aren't on the same page with that Mm -hmm. with that stuff with any of that stuff so i think that that's a good a good combo to be having either which way yeah communication we're back to it I know. It's a cornerstone of a relationship. Oh, and it's like, and you just have to work at it every, yeah, every day. Dude, keep working on it. (laughs) I know. I think some days I'm a better communicator than others, like as a person. I think some days I just, I have no tolerance. And some days I can, you know, think out my thoughts and express them better. Yeah, same. Um, Or sometimes I don't even realize what's bothering me. You know, I'm just, yeah, I think that's a lot of my problem with communication is that like I'm, I misdirect mm-hmm. anger. Well, yeah. Why am I feeling just communicate with yourself first? <laughs> Look inward. Self, self on a <laughs> shelf. <laughs> oh, but we'll be back next week. Yeah, we an, will. With another exciting topic. God willing. Um, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, send us, if you guys have any suggestions for anything, uh, you want us to cover in an upcoming episode, we are always open to that. Yeah. We appreciate your feedback. And if you want a sticker, oh, still available, right? Finally, the artwork, we got our artwork out. We need to just take action. I've delayed this to a ridiculous degree, but we have beautiful new artwork that we're going to yeah, cool. have some, hopefully have some cool merch options that are available soon as well. Um, it's, yeah, I'm very excited to share with everyone. Mm-hmm. So we will see you next week. Bye.